Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the sixth episode of Project Function. On today's episode, I talk a lot about being an individual and how I learned about myself and who I was individually. But first, I talk about mental health awareness and how to truly create action to help those in need. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the sixth episode of Project Function. I'm your host, Billy Gall. And once again, thank you for tuning in. Hope everyone's doing well. It's November. Time is flying. And on today's podcast, I'm going to be talking a lot about what it means to be an individual and the importance of understanding who you are individually outside of whatever pack or group you define yourself with or align yourself with. And yeah, but first, I just want to say, I know this is weird what I'm doing in a way. It's very personal things that I'm talking about. And there's a huge point to this. I hope you understand. And I keep doing this where I'm trying to explain to the audience why I'm doing it. But I really don't want people to think that I'm just like sulking and it's just me, like it's part of me. It wasn't something that brought it out. It's always been a part of my life. And I know I can bring it to other people as wisdom and trying to help them understand whatever they're struggling with and whatever hard times they take on. But, like, there's all these movements going on around the world, and one of them is, like, how people are just putting on social media and stuff, hashtag mental health matters, like, all that stuff that relates to that. And it's just, I don't really understand if people just don't want to fully put themselves out in the position, I understand that I'm putting myself in a weird position where straight up, whoever listens to this, you can learn a lot about me, a lot about my insecurities and what bothers me and what I've struggled with. And you don't really get that from a stranger per se. And many of my listeners, I'm probably not a stranger to them, but It's not something I really talk about often to other people unless it's among a select group and in a certain circumstance. But there's a point to that. It's probably pretty obvious. But I'll just say it like it's dumb to expect a problem that is so big in our society and the stigma around 
mental health when it's really around just being okay with the fact that at times everyone's not okay in their lives and the fact that we all have problems like being in so much denial that you have issues that you need to fix and solve because that's the essence of our life is problems problems create more problems and they're going to create more problems and you're never going to run out of problems to solve or life would be pretty bland and we wouldn't have much motivation to do anything but to say that mental health matters is obviously true but does it make other people believe it matters no obviously not you see it all over social media see it everywhere like it's crazy people are just like yeah this matters of course it matters that's such a weird statement this matters it's not really effective there's no action to it there's no like wisdom behind it but it's just i've wanted to talk about this but kind of get away from it and I know people probably hear this stuff and they're like, why is he putting this stuff out there for everyone to listen to? Because it's the essence of all the problems that go around. People are so scared of having issues and not seeming so great. And just the fact that they tell themselves that they're so great just leaves a lack of greatness or whatever they're desiring. They don't know that until you admit it to yourself. Oh, I'm not so great. I'm not doing well right now. Okay, I should talk to someone. And this whole movement, I don't know the company, and I know they do work outside of this, and I'm not trying to be so negative and pessimistic about these things, but people want to make progress, like saying mental health matters. It's not, it's not making progress. It's always mattered the more you try and the more you try and make it clear to other people that's you trying to make it clear to yourself that it really matters trying to convey a truth to yourself and you can do that in many ways and people do it in so many ways like i get caught up trying to convince other people things that i just want myself to really believe because I don't even know if I really believe it. I feel like that's what it is. Like people are like, oh, like mental health matters, but does it really, no one seems to care about it or anything like that. I need to put it out for my sake that I think mental health matters to try and convey myself or try and convey to myself that it does matter instead of just understanding, hey, I'm going to have faith in this. I'm going to believe in this. I don't need to make noise or anything. I just need to act in ways that show mental health matters and that it's okay to have problems and all this stuff that is totally normal to human beings and will never become out of the norm and has never been out of the norm as much as people have not been aware of it. It's always been around. It's always going to be around. It's okay to not be okay. Well, yeah, it's okay to not be okay, but you're setting a standard 
of what being okay is. And that doesn't exist. Standards don't really exist. They exist for certain groups of people within certain populations. But within the whole, we all have different perspectives. We all experience different things. There's so much going on in this world that's different among all of us. And yet at the same time, we are all human and experience these things in similar ways, maybe about different things. There's no standard of feeling bad or feeling good. You just feel like it just is. There's no need for the label of good or bad or I'm unwell, I'm well. Like, yeah, it's good to identify those things, but you got to let these labels and structures go. They're just limiting. I probably could do a whole podcast just like this, talking about limiting beliefs of human structure and social hierarchy, which leads me to the topic of today, getting into being an individual and understanding who you truly are and what makes you act in the ways you do and what brings you joy and what everything around you really means to you. And something I left out of last week's podcast about John Lanier's book was that he had a whole chapter about how these social media platforms have our brains. He claims that there's a switch and that who knows what it is, but it makes complete sense that it would be part of our physiological and psychological. He says that we're all stuck in hack mode versus individual mode. And there's a lot of things that come out of this. And it's not like we haven't, it's not like social media introduced us to this. A lot of people are identify with groups and whatever the heck. But because of social media, everyone needs to relate to someone or be a part of something. That's why they, I don't want to get too political or anything. Cause honestly, I don't, I just don't like to dip my feet in there about those waters too often. Definitely going to have to start paying attention a lot more and cultivating, uh, my idea of what's good and all that stuff relating to politics, but there's so many people that are just desire to be part of a group and they think it's so many other reasons than just like the simple reason being we're humans and we like to relate to people. And in this world of information, we feel that we're all so little and we don't relate when obviously we all relate. We're all human. It's like at the base of our relationship, we're all human beings. And I don't know, I definitely have identified myself with a group my entire life, mainly being my family, as I'm sure we all have, have an identity within our family and that's becomes who we are. And you become part of different groups and stuff and adapt yourself to that group and the next group and whatever. But like not many people know how to stand alone and be themselves and be an individual nowadays 
because we think the individual is something we see on a iPhone screen scrolling through an application. And that's definitely not what we are. It's just a picture of the external of us. People base their perception of themselves based on how they look in a camera and compare themselves to the next person who might be a supermodel, a swimsuit model. Like we have, it's so apparent that people just idolize other people instead of idolizing themselves. And I done in my entire life still idolize, I definitely idolize people. Like there's reasons to idolize people, but there's no reason to think you're less than this person or any different from this. No, you're less. It's insane to think that you're less than the people around you because they have certain characteristics that you don't. It just makes you different from them. It doesn't make you less or more. The social hierarchy that we've developed, which makes sense because we're all looking towards someone and then eventually we look to become that leader and everyone's striving to become that leader. As I was listening to Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell talk about politics today and very interesting podcasts. I honestly really like Joe. I really like Duncan. He's amazing. His show, The Midnight Gospel. Watch that show. There's a lot of great lessons. But I really like Joe when he's talking to his friends because he's not, like he speaks to such extravagant people and different, who have different occupancies and like it's obviously hard for him to be amongst that level of knowledge and wisdom and really understand and it's hard to understand as the listener but when he's with all comedians and stuff and they're just cracking jokes and that's just it's those are the best episodes i was just listening to their end of sober october and that group of four are so funny together and yeah like we we weirdly feel the need to well it's not weird it's natural we just naturally have the desire to be a part of something and to identify ourselves with a group but it becomes a problem when you don't even know who you are without that group and when you take away that group during whatever part of life and you hit some sort of crisis that's when you really start to find out who you are and individually and when you separate yourself from that group and especially when a crisis hits it's clear that you don't really know yourself that well and I'm not, I think I've just become starting to become an individual and understanding who I am as an individual. And a lot of that has to be with me getting away from what I know, which was lacrosse and being around my family and 
getting out here, like uh, I'm out in Boulder. I don't really know anyone other than my roommate and a couple other people. And I've never really put myself in that circumstance. I've always been surrounded by comfort and what I know. But when you take away that comfort and you become uncomfortable, you take away that group and you start to understand who the individual you are. And it's extremely important to understand who you truly are because some people might live their whole entire life identifying themselves with some sort of label or group and they don't even know what the half of what they're capable of and what the half they enjoy as a human being. And that's just sad that people really could get to their deathbed without really knowing who they are. And it's not a good thing to believe in what other people, what you think other people perceive of you. Cause that's how I feel. I identified myself and felt it was my identity was how other people saw me and what they thought of. And obviously you can never know that. Like you can't read minds no matter how obvious it might seem that, you know, like people might think I'm goofy which I've been told many times, like people might think I'm weird or whatever that I may think they perceive me as. You never truly know, so never get attached to that. And like I'm, I've gotten lost in that loophole. I think we all have that loophole of trying to figure out what people perceive of you when they experience you in different situations and circumstances and they don't even know the half of what you do and who you are and like how you live your life, what brings you joy and all these important things that are part of who we are as individuals. One thing Jordan Peterson talks about is that people need to understand what they are capable of and in that includes all the poor things you're capable of doing all the mistakes you're capable of making every evil thought that's come through your head or mean thing or whatever you're just as capable of being evil and doing harm to others and to yourself as every other human that's ever existed has and people want to be like, oh, I'm such a good person. Yeah, in times you might do good, in times you might be well, but that flips. I know I'm an asshole. I can be a very big asshole. I could be a way bigger asshole than I actually am. I'm capable of being the worst human being out there. But I have the choice and I understand that I'm capable of doing that thing. And I'm not so, I know I'm not so innocent anymore. Like people have such a hard time that contemplating that they're just as capable of doing harm as any of the most evil people you've ever heard of in history. Killed masses amount of people. You really don't know. You're just as capable. 
you could do the same thing if you, if you really want to. And it's great that you don't, but it's extremely important that you understand that you can. And honestly, it just gives you more power. Like being aware of both sides of things just gives you more power instead of being the egotistical, like listening to your ego and being, oh, I'm so great. I'm so good. I'm this, I'm that. I can never do wrong. Oh, you probably have. You have no clue about it. And it has made your life worse off without you even realizing it because you don't even contemplate it. But once you contemplate it and you, you're like thinking to yourself, oh, like maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, you've learned something. You learned something about yourself. He talks about how boys should be monsters. They should see how far they could go. Because then you learn. And I don't know if I'd agree that they should be monsters, but you should understand that you're capable of doing bad and that you're not all Mr. Perfect or Mrs. Perfect or so smart that you're capable of being dumb, that you're capable of not having the knowledge, that you're capable of hurting someone who you may think hurt you. It, it goes both ways. You're two-way street with a lot of things in life. It's not just I'm so innocent. Once you understand you're capable of doing bad, you learn from your mistakes. You're never going to learn from something if you're Mr. Perfect or always doing right and always good. It, honestly, it kind of bothers me when people are like, oh, I'm a good person. I'm good, I'm good. I used to think of myself as this innocent little goody, goody tissues. No, I'm not. I've made plenty of mistakes in my life, but I've learned from them because I know I made the mistake myself being accountable. And it's crucial. It's crucial to any action, to any progress, is to understand what you're capable of. And on the opposite side of that, Socrates, at his trial, he makes a mockery of the people who have him on trial. It's great. I read it. We learned about it. I learned about it in this philosophy class at the school I transferred from. Incredible. You don't fully understand until you understand that you don't understand. Everyone's always got to be right. Everyone's always got to be a genius. Socrates said, you write poems, but you don't know much more of the words than anyone around you or anyone in the stands. You're a carpenter, but you don't know much more than the people in the stands. Like, there's limitations to what we understand and there's limitations to people that we don't put on them. We just believe in these outright crazy labels that we give people, like they're superstars or superhumans. And I just watched Tiger, the Tiger documentary, Tiger Woods documentary for the second time. What an incredible documentary. And also at the same time, so sad that 
whatever, all the things that happened to him. Everyone put him on a pedestal and they were gnawing at him to get, to break the pedestal for him to fall. And guess what? We all would have fallen and we all will fall at times or at a time, you know? Gosh, it's awesome, guys. You don't even, you guys have no clue what it's like to be this fucking smart and wise. But you do. Or maybe you don't know yet. Because I understand that I don't understand. Like Joe Rogan. Everyone thinks he's, oh, he's the smart. He's incredibly smart and knowledgeable and wise and all these things. He calls himself a somewhat dumb brain like he's like oh yeah like at least i have a medium brain and some people really are blessed to have obviously great brains and then there's some people that are not so blessed and just that's how it has to be but back to the socrates he goes around like pointing out these job occupations that these noble men think they're so great because they're under this label and they have this characteristic and he's just yeah well guess what you don't know much more than the rest of us and you think that you do so how does that benefit you and he understood that he didn't understand and that's why you think people seek out things is because you understand that you're still seeking and you will always be seeking because there's so many things going on. You will never, unless you're God, never fully understand all of them. And yeah, Socrates was quite the intellect. And at the same time, he knew how dumb he was and how much he lacked. And that's huge. It's, it's so big in being part of a, being in an understanding yourself as an individual that you're capable of lacking something. It's not because, it's not because someone else has something that you don't. It's just because that's how life is. Don't put people on pedestals when they don't even know what they know. They, they don't even know that they don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm tired or whatever's going on. Hopefully this is interesting and entertaining, but yeah, I think as an individual, I second guessed myself a lot and that was a really bad habit because that just, I would second guess myself on the basis of someone else's perception or my perception of what someone else's perception would be. And that's uh, not the way to be. Definitely not. If you do something, stick to it, stick with it. You commit to an action, commit to it. You can learn something from whether it's a mistake or it's a good thing or a bad thing. You learn something and next time you don't make the mistake. But if you second guess yourself, I'm just going to start second guessing everything you do to the point where you don't even know what's right. And you're not even capable of making a decision because you're always worried that it's the wrong decision. Or you have the 
preconceived notion that it is the wrong decision. And something Frank, my brother Frank taught me, or told me one of the few times I listened to him. And it was like one of the earliest things of wisdom that I really started to get and apply to my life was that just because something, someone thinks something's dumb to them or stupid and not fun or they can't find joy in it, doesn't mean it's not joyous and fulfilling and cool or whatever you may think it is. This may seem obvious, I'm sure it is, but like people still are swayed by what other people think. And in order to be true to yourself and truly understand who you are, you really have to guard against that. Because if you're doing something like I've talked about extrinsically for someone else's because you think someone else wants you to do it or you think someone else enjoys it and you should enjoy it because they enjoy it, then you're getting further away from yourself and you're becoming that person, which is trying to mimic that person, be that person. Taught me a lot about myself, my family, and, and Frank, really, a lot more. I think it's really important to look at you what you're doing and make sure it's because individually you, it brings you something that you think is beneficial, not because someone else claims that it brings them something beneficial. And then I've talked about Dr. Burson, Dr. B, absolute legend. I've always cared a lot about what other people think of me and what I think they think well, what I think they think of me because you never really know and worried about what they're going to think if I do something and second guessing myself. And she was like, well, Billy, you could do what you want and get a reaction from someone or you could not do what you want and still get a reaction from everyone. And I never really thought about it like that. Never really put myself out there or did certain things I wanted to do because I was so scared with the preconceived notion that everything would go to go wrong and there'd be this reaction from everyone around me and it wouldn't be the reaction I want. Well, you can't control other people's reaction no matter what. And they're always going to react. I don't think I really understood that, like, they're always going to react whether you do what you want or you don't. So you might as well do what you want. Because when you don't do what you want, you just, you just regret. And it's easy to go down that rabbit hole. And I mean, it just helped me do more things that I want to do. Like I committed to, 
I was going to transfer to this school because I wanted to, because I thought it was beautiful school and had the values that I, or had the things I aligned myself and what I thought I wanted in a school. Meanwhile, I went to the previous school because of what, what I thought I wanted, but also because of what I've heard. And that's probably not a great example or I'm just butchering how I'm explaining it, but everyone's always going to have a reaction. So as an individual, it's important to understand what you truly want to do and not cater to what other people want you think what you think they want you to do because either way you're gonna have a reaction that you can't control and it's always gonna be there there's always gonna be a reaction with every action there's a reaction like domino effect of life and our actions it just helped me like find align myself with intrinsic value even more and what my internal desires are as a human being, as an individual, as this person that is labeled Billy Gall. And I don't want to get down this weird route, but like, it's just a label. I'm not really Billy Gall. I'm the essence of Billy Gall. What I thought Billy Cole wanted wasn't really what Billy Cole desired or needed. And now that I'm somewhat understanding where I went wrong and why I made the mistakes I did, I get a better understanding of who the essence of Billy actually is instead of just the essence being based off of what other people's perceptions of me are or what I think people's perceptions of me are. And I found a lot of motivation in that. As an individual, I found purpose to find what I desire and what truly brings me joy, not be socially conformed to a group that I identify with because they have all these that look so great to be a part of this group or whatever the heck people even think. But I think I, I really do. I, I thought I was an individual my entire life. And obviously you are, you're never not an individual but I didn't really know who that individual was and what I was capable of and what I enjoyed doing because I was so focused on everyone else. Set on, I was so focused on this pack mode that I was just conformed to whatever everyone else believes and what I thought they, what they think believe, what they think brings joy and all these social norms. I always say this about partying and stuff like oh part of my argument was like I don't really enjoy partying and I didn't really go out at the last school I went to because I just didn't enjoy what the socializing was 
not to say I didn't enjoy it, but there was more times that I didn't enjoy it than I did. That's for sure. And I definitely enjoy myself going out and I understand that. And I'm not going to cater to what I think other people think is fun because it's not fun to me and doesn't bring me joy as an individual and it's not a part of me as an individual. It's not that I don't want to party or I'm not going to ever party again or any of that nonsense, but it's just, I'm not going to socially conform to this idea that it's really more than it is with anything, not just partying, which is like a dumb example, but an easy, easy example for me. And maybe this is why I don't want to haven't really put myself out there as a human, don't really put myself out there to meet new people is because I'm so scared to become absorbed by whatever they think and enjoy when the only thing I want out of them is just relatability. And at the basis of all of our relations, it's first and foremost that we're human and that we have issues that we are trying to solve. That's crucial to understand that. It's crucial to understand that everyone else is just as whatever, just just as problematic as you might think you are and just as dumb as you think you are, just as, I don't know, whatever, whatever you think you are. There's a bunch of other people out there just like you. And I'm sure I could get more in-depth on being individual and more spiritual with it, but I think I'm going to pivot more to writing. Yeah, I think I do. I'd do a better job explaining myself through physically writing it because speaking, you can lose track of what you're talking about and we're all human. I can't go on for hours and hours talking by myself. 20 years old, I haven't really... 21, excuse me. You'll see. I'm just talking to myself, contemplating ideas and trying to get a better understanding of myself and who I am, you know. But thank you for tuning in. I hope you learned something about being an individual today. I hope you took away something from my experience that you can apply to your own. And I'll see you next week. Around the same time, hopefully. You know me. You know me. I'm Billy Gall. Somewhat still the same lazy, uh, anxious, out of the control, whatever. Unorganized and just dreaming. Just dreaming. That's all I do is dream. 
but it's part of the action. So hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in.